gentlemen welcome back to another brand new episode of the epl boys your home to everything english premier league soccer and a little bit more my name is matt as always joined with my best friend through the internet jd jd we are back as always here to brighten up everyone's fridays getting them set up for the wonderful weekend of the premier league we are getting into the thick of it i think what we're at like the medium point like at this point right we're like we're halfway there living on a prayer yeah, uh, yeah. most teams have, I think, 19 games played. I think Liverpool might only have 18, if I'm remembering. Yeah, there's a few. I know there's a few yeah, that have eight. There's a like, couple that have 18. I think it's it's Leeds, uh, Leeds, Liverpool, Brighton, and Arsenal have I would like, 18 yeah. games played. But most others have 19, and some have 20. But yeah, Ma- so basically, we're at a perfect halfway point. Massive shout-out to the Queen, who just decided to, like, stop the premier league season and kind of just like move things it, around and you know in a world cup mid-season season i how, mind you how rude like rude. seriously like it's bullshit it's actually bullshit i'm gonna bring this up again this is this is bull- we talked about this plenty on the pod when it happened but fuck the queen like, like fuck the queen like you know i'd like to think that like we're all on a schedule here like come on it's not like, even that nobody gave a shit like uh david beckham cried Okay, David, Be- yeah, David, Be- because people care about David Beckham right now. I care about David Beckham all the time. Um, <laughs> I have a picture of David Beckham above my bed. Um, how, did, how, did, how does your wife feel about that? Uh, I just tell her to not look at my side of the uh, ceiling. You stick to your side, I'm sticking to mine. But wow. we have a few things that we're going to discuss here today, guys. We are going to talk about a couple of the FA Cup replays that happened. There's a little bit of transfer rumors that have happened. Uh, yeah, Chelsea's involved because why the fuck wouldn't they be? And we are going to break, um, get you all set up from what happened this past week with a few EPL games, as well get you set up with our predictions going into the weekend fixtures. So, J.D., let's kick it off nice and fresh. We had two FA Cup replays for a few Premier League clubs. Leeds United absolutely did the business over... Um, they did the business over Cardiff 5-2. to two. I mean, fireworks, right? Cracker like, of the game. Like, got a lot better than the game that I was watching. I'll tell you that on Wednesday. But to reverse it back to Tuesday... Liverpool won Wolves nothing. Uh, This game had two major talking points. Uh, Harvey Elliott, good from distance. Uh, Adama Traore literally does crossovers so aggressive the lights turn out. So Yeah, I I liked all the backlash (laughs) to that. It's like, all right, it was in their stadium, so... (laughs) Yeah, that would have not been really great if that happened in Liverpool, which, okay, let's also stop really quickly. This wasn't like it was a breakaway. Like... It also, 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 Matzip headed it away regardless. Like, they, (laughs) it wasn't, it wasn't an accurate cross. I can tell you that much. Matzip confirms can see in the dark. Okay. Therefore. I'm just saying, he, he, he comfortably headed it away anyway. But, but yes, if it would have happened at Anfield, a lot more people would have been like, ooh, but it didn't. So. FA Cup rigged. 
It wouldn't happen. Yeah. In my, it would not happen in my cup competitions. Let's just go with that. What, okay, this, that wouldn't happen in the Lamar, Lamar Hunt, Hunt U.S. Open, Open Cup. <laughs> nope, not not as long as I'm alive would something so barbaric happen in the greatest cup competition Pele's ever seen. <laughs> was it even there in this? Was it even was that yeah. a thing in the seventies? Ab- was absolutely, it? absolutely. Okay, the, as I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just assuming. No, no. The U.S. Open Cup is almost as old as our nation. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, six months after the declaration was signed. Matt, soccer isn't as old as our nation. Ah, which makes the U.S. Open Cup the longest standing sports competition in history. You heard it here first on the EPL, boys. But yeah, so both of those teams are going to advance. So that's good news for uh, the bigger teams moving on in both of those. Sorry, Wolves. I know, feel hard done. The offsides call. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like more of the blame needs to be on Jose Sa uh, again. For, for that goal. I mean, Harvey Elliott, like, take, take, you know, take off your hat, son. Like, what a fucking hit. So. But that is more about the goalkeeper's positioning. Like, you have to have the ability and the awareness to, to score that, but at the same time, the goalkeeper's way off his line to the left, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll i be honest, like, and I get it, you kind of didn't expect it to be from that distance, but let's be real, we're in the top flight of English football, which is probably the top flight of all football. No bias there. Anyone can shoot and score from anywhere. Like, that's it. It, it, it. It's that simple. Be ready to defend your net at all times. Uh, we're going to bounce now to some transfer news. Um, in the last episode, we discussed that Leandro Chosard has completely left Brighton's camp, falling out with the coach. And at JD, it has not taken him long. He is now on his way to North London. Yes, North London, which means Chelsea didn't get him. He's on his way to Arsenal. Uh, I'm pretty sure I think the fee was around like $21 million with add-ons. JD, this is, without a doubt, the best signing of the January transfer window across all teams. You picked up a guy for a a very low amount of money in the grand scheme of this. He is EPL proven. Like, this guy is proven terrorizing people. And on top of all that, what is he, 24? Like uh, he's he's twenty eight, Matt. Oh, okay. He, he's not okay. young. I was okay. gonna I was gonna make a point about that. Okay, okay. So I'd like to take the A plus I gave Arsenal and bring it down to like a B plus. Like, no, 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 no. I, it's still I, my, good. It's still good. Wait for my thoughts. Wait for my thoughts. Am I allowed to to, to say my thoughts now? Uh, J- JD, here on this podcast, I want to hear all your thoughts. Okay. Well, I agree with you that it, that it is a it is probably the best signing reason for the reason that you said that he is epl proven the one thing is the reason the fee is lower than probably expected because i think in this market a player like trossard who most people don't realize is 28 would be in the 30 to 40 mil range but it's in the 20 it, it's i think it's like 22 plus 6 mil an add-on or something like that the reason it's that is because he's 28 you're not getting a promising young player you're getting a player in his prime for sure who knows how long that prime is going to be so i that's that's a good risk to take especially for arsenal right now where they're top of the table comfortably it can't hurt to bring a guy like that in and just for depth i mean i don't do you think he starts 
over Martinelli or Saka. I, I don't think he does, no. but, he, but he'll get to, he'll get plenty of time. But Arsenal needed depth in the yeah. winger position, and yes. that's what Trossard will bring you. Yes, and, so. and that's what that's why I, I do think it's a very very good deal. Um, I think it's a it's a smart deal for both player and team. I mean, Trossard, the one thing with Trossard, he is coming from a good team, you know, that is pushing for European spots, but he's also moving to the best team in the league right now. So you can't blame him, I guess. Uh, Brighton fans might be a little annoyed, but um, they didn't seem to miss him last weekend. Not at all, not at all. The other bit of news that happened actually today as we record, uh, Nani Manduki? I I definitely didn't say that name right. Uh, Chelsea brought in another winger. Uh, this oh, time, I see that. Yeah. yeah, this time from PSV Eidenhoven. Uh, I'd be lying if I said Wait, they, I. I know PSV sold another attacker. Yeah, I. Because they just got rid of Gakpo. Yeah, to Liverpool, obviously. Uh, uh, again, for a fee, a package around thirty-five million euros. <laughs> I now truly, I truly, truly believe financial fair play does not exist. I believe it's like honestly, I feel like it's Elf on the Shelf. And we're all just suckers into believing that this fucking thing is staring at us. And if we're not good, Santa won't bring us presents. I am now under officially breaking the mirror. I'm breaking the fourth wall. Financial fair play doesn't exist. It just doesn't. Because I guarantee this isn't Chelsea's last signing this window. Because everything proven from this point forward is telling me, oh, no, they can't spend more money. Like, I, I, I'm... Man United are going to spend net worth four million dollars, four million euros this transfer window. They sit in third. Chelsea in the calendar year have spent over, like they've had to have spent half a billion dollars at this point. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. It's actually now on borderlining. Like it was funny on the borderlining of sad a week or so ago. JD, I'm now mad. I'm now mad Chelsea they, just sit here and are playing FIFA career mode with infinite they, they're, money. They're being Manchester United of last season and the last 10 seasons, basically. But, oh, you're, no. you're, what no. you're saying is you're mad they're no. doing what your club no. does. No, 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 that's, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's what you just said. You're mad that they're, they're have being Manchester never, United. I have never, never, ever, ever, ever seen one team in one calendar year, six months or seven months, however long Todd Bully's been in position, spend this much money. I've never seen this, J.D., I don't think any these are this has to be breaking records. Yes, Manchester United spend cash, Man City spend cash, all the big clubs spend massive amounts of money. I've never seen it all at once. I've never seen this amount of money all at once. Cause usually teams bring in one big name. They spend cash on one bigger player and then dabble a little bit of money here or there. JD, no one on earth has spent this much money in one period of time. Like Chelsea have. There's no, there's zero know, comparison. There, there's probably a comparison. I'm sure PSG's done it recently. Like I'd have to I'd have to look at you know I, the statistics I, on okay. that. I well, don't know them well, off the top of my head, but well, I don't. I don't. I'm sure Manchester yeah, United spent a couple hundred million in a calendar year before. Oh, in sure one full twelve month period, about like 200, 300 million? Absolutely guaranteed. You'll find that news in six months. Hell to the fuck now hell to the fuck now we'll see what happens chelsea still reside in 10th and i i this is just another winger like 
JD and I have made this point. They have holes in other places that they're just like honestly just not filling. And I think they're doing it on purpose. I think Todd Bully, the American owner, forgets this is an American football. And you can't just score eight touchdowns to defeat your opponent. Like you do need some defense. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But there was one other deal that was announced this morning. Literally out of absolutely nowhere. Do you remember what it was, Matt? I I'm looking through my new my notes. What am I missing? Danny Ings to West Ham, uh, fifteen how? million pounds. That like I lo- Danny Ings' career is insane because he has played for so many clubs, and all, every time he gets transferred, it's about the same amount of money. Like all all teams in the Claret, they like, gotta also, remember that except yeah. for Liverpool. Yeah, except for Liverpool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he's coming. Burnley to Liverpool and then Liverpool to Aston Villa and then Aston Villa to to West Ham. Three out of the four of those teams were Claret and Blue. I'm telling you right now, I saw the Thanos meme of Danny Ings holding the Infinity Stones and it's literally just all the the, uh, Claret and Blue jerseys. Just all combined. (laughs) Like, he's done it. Danny Ings has collected them all. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm so numb. I think that's also why I completely forgot to write this down. I'm numb to this. Like, Danny Ings, who is not popping off for Aston Villa, is going to not pop off for West Ham. You you know they're going to get a couple goals out of him. Everyone can get a couple goals out of Danny Ings, but I don't see this Danny Ings move affecting anyone. I don't think it oh, hurts yeah, Aston no, Villa. No. I don't think it hurts Aston Villa, and I don't think it makes West Ham better. Like, this... This is such a... It's, de- it's depth. It's depth. And you know what? I, for if a they team, need something, it's yeah. a, more I, more proven players in the league, at least. When you are where West Ham are, depth means nothing. Depth means you're going to look really good next year when you have three separate strikers to choose from in the championship. Like, uh, JD, dead honest. Hand I'm just over, saying, Skamaka is not great. J- JD, and uh, JD. Antonio's kind of passes time. Maybe bring a cheap alternative in and try him out. JD, hand over your heart, praying on a photo of Steven Gerrard. <laughs> Does Danny Yang's really be the reason why West Ham stays up this year? Maybe. He's a good player. I don't speak in maybes. I only speak in absolutes. Said a Sith. The- o- only a Sith deals in absolutes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> No, come on, that was perfect. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. That was good. I am a huge fan of <laughs> of the the prequel Star Wars memes because like the having the high ground meme is elite. Like that's always my favorite favorite meme is I have the high ground. Like it just works. It just fucking works. Dude, those movies are good too. Like people rip on like the writing and the acting, but like the writing's not bad. It's mostly the acting. And honestly, not all of the acting is bad. Ewan McGregor is a perfect Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm glad they brought him back. Yeah. They could not have cast that better. Hayden Christensen, I think was a little young and, and that goes I think his acting is more to the writing where like they didn't do his character much justice, but I think those movies are actually pretty good when it comes yeah. down to it. Like, yeah, no, I, if they're on TV, I'm watching them. That's it. That's it. So let's move on. That's all the transfer news. Uh, there were two games on the midweek. Uh, this one on Tuesday, crystal palace, one Manchester United one. I, 
<laughs> I am not allowed to be happy for 10 seconds. Not hey, 10. Hey, uh, Chris Richards, great performance. Yeah, we're, we'll get to Americans terrorizing my life really quickly. Um, yeah, in a game where Manchester United in the entire first half dominated every second of the ball, uh, Bruno Fernandes getting a really nice goal. Uh, I'll be honest, they went into halftime going, just get the second goal, baby, and we can just walk away with this. Well, for the first time, I think in Eric Ten Hag's entire tenure, Man United came out flat as fuck. I don't know what that was all about, and Crystal Palace took full-scale advantage of it. Um... I needed two things to not happen today. I needed us to not drop points to fucking uh, Crystal Palace, and I needed of all people Casemiro to not get a second, uh, to not get a yellow card. Both happened. Casemiro is now hit his fifth yellow card of the season, which means he will be out for Arsenal. Now, yes, I've had people tell me, "Don't worry, it's not the end of the world," because we beat Arsenal at the beginning of the season without Casemiro. And yes, I 100% agree. And we're going to talk about that in the preview. So I'll stop it right now. JD, Olisi scored probably one of the best free kicks of the season. I mean, there's not one goalie on the planet that stops that goal from going in. Man United get burned with a little bit of their own medicine with a late winner. Uh, I'll be honest, the only big talking points I have about this game are Man United took their foot off the pedal, and oh, if any other team on the face of planet Earth didn't get that penalty call that McTominay should have gotten, it, it, again, if Man, if it was the other way, the internet would have broke on how Man United get calls, but it was a stonewall penalty. Man United should have been up 2 nothing, and that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to linger. Um, I forgot to watch the highlights of this one because I did not watch it because I was very busy at work. Um, well, no, I watched the I, I watched the, the City Tottenham game, but because I wasn't as busy. But I forgot I forgot about this one. Um, I remember all the reactions in Discord about it, but uh, yeah. Um, so I didn't see the penalty claim. I saw the Elise goal. That was insane. Um, I mean, any any free kick is going to be a good goal. Any free kick that hits the bar goes down is going to be a good goal. That's just those are just the sweetest looking free kicks, and I love it. Um, like Elise, I would say, you know, dude, isn't really known for his free kicks necessarily. I mean, maybe he is, but he just doesn't score a lot. Um, I was seeing people online go at David De Gea, and I was like, you could have put any goalie on the face of planet yeah. Earth in whatever form you want to talk about, that ball hits the back of the net because... At least he tried for it, unlike Jordan Pickford, against literally the guy who's going to score or put on target every yeah. single free kick, James Ward Prowse. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. In the grand scheme of the big picture for Manchester United, yes, this is upsetting because we were in it. We were, we were in a conversation, but I think taking this right now is a wonderful opportunity for Eric Ten Hag to point out what worked, what didn't work, and iron that shit out before we go play against the best team in the league on the weekend, which we will discuss in the previews coming up. Wednesday, JD, you did watch this one. Manchester City 4, Tottenham nothing. I'll let you go off, but Spurs damn Spurred, didn't they? So, yes. Uh, first thing I'll say, at halftime, Spurs were up 2-0. How? How? I'm looking at Discord. I, I, I can't believe. Like I, this is like the one time I literally was sitting at my desk, thinking I need to deposit like fifty dollars into my FanDuel or DraftKings account right now and put it on City money line. 
Did I, you, I didn't even look at the odds. Did you I, do I it? wish I would have looked at the odds because I, I don't know what they were. I'm sure City would have been positive odds to come back and win. I can't believe I didn't do it. Yeah. I, 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 I should have. I, 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 I'm sitting here. I was sitting there thinking, like, there's no fucking way City are losing this game. There's, there's no way. They're, they're going to come out second half and literally win this game. And look what fucking happened. 4-2 City. I, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is comical. By Spurs, like I, the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not even like they were fortunate. They created their two goals great. Like I, they they beat City in that first half comfortably. City were not good. City came out and were like, "Fuck this!" Like I I, I just oh my god. I not I, that I I had no stake in this game. I had no stake in this game. But I'm just sitting here like, "Todd, we're gonna fuck this up." Like <laughs> I, I'll be, I'll be honest. Again. I'd, I'd like to think every single time I talk on this podcast, I'm talking from an honest point of view. When Spurs were up 2 nothing, the only thing I thought of was Man United dropping points the day before. Because if Spurs win this game, yes, Man United and Man City are tied on points. Ooh, yay me. The thing I was more worried about is, fuck, that team in fifth keeps getting closer, and I kind of would rather just clinch a top four spot than be in a title race this season. Like, this season, I think Man United's biggest thing is just focus on top four. And if Tottenham pull out results like this, like, I was like, fuck me. Like, God fucking damn it, Tottenham. Thanks for now starting to play. But, JD, is it, it's goals from Alvarez, Holland, and then a brace from Mares would see a 2 nothing deficit go to a 4-2 victory. Um, Pep was probably hella mad because... In the grand scheme of things, this would have been their third straight loss across all competitions. And 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 Lord have mercy, Pep doesn't seem like the guy you kind of want to do that to. So, they turned around. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I don't know what Pep did. I don't know what Michael Jordan's secret juice did they fucking put in from Space Jam and fucking, you know, their water bottles. But, uh, yeah, it's... That- it, was, uh, it, was, it was Butter's Creamy Goo. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Do you get do you get that reference? Yes, I get butter's creamy goo. Yes, I get that. <laughs> South Park. It's a wonderful show. Uh, I, I just I I sit here and I think to myself, it just there's no good for Spurs. There's this is this is not good. You again, you knew coming into these last couple games it would be extremely tough. You had Arsenal and City in back to back games, but looking at the table right now, you are now five points behind Newcastle for that fourth place spot, but they have a game in hand. And you have teams like Fulham and Brighton that are there. They are up your ass, and they... I don't know, JD. I, I, I have zero... Just like I have no confidence in Tottenham, I have no confidence... In Chelsea, I have no confidence in Spurs right now. Yeah. Um, drop points here. Like, I know it's against City, but still... You were up to nothing at halftime. Drop points here. You're sitting at 33 points on 20 games played. More games than most teams in the league. So most most teams have one, if not two, games in hand. Looking at Liverpool, who have two games in hand. If Liverpool win both those games, yeah, it, they're it, ahead. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just it, saying it, it, they're it, ahead. It. I so I, I, I at this point, this is not good 
This is more than not good for Tottenham because you look at Fulham, Brighton, and Brentford sitting right behind them. Fulham are on 20 games, so they're they're two points behind comfortably. But Brighton is on is on 18 games played, so they have two games in hand. They could be up by a game by a game one by three points if they win both those games in hand. Brentford, if they win, are only one point behind Tottenham, and then yeah, like I said, Liverpool they'd be one point ahead if they win both those games. I don't know if they will, but. I just, it is so close. And this is a game that Tottenham had. They had this game. And they let, they dropped the ball like they kind of usually do. Like, I, they kind of just do it. And, yeah, this this top four race is going to be interesting. Actually, really, the top five is going to be very interesting. Because Tottenham sitting in that fifth, point, that fifth spot with five points separating. And Newcastle ahead of them by five points with a game in hand. And this is going to be interesting. So, yeah, it's again, we're, we played half the season. So, like, again, things can happen. And, and again, it's it, it's hard to predict the English Premier League because anybody can be anyone on any given day. And the, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. So let's get you all set up and ready for this weekend's Premier League action. It's going to be the last Prem action we have for a little bit with the FA Cup coming next weekend. So enjoy it while we got it. Let's start it off. Uh, first game on Saturday. JD, I, I don't know if you'll be up nice and early or if you're just going to stay awake all night. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably just stay up. I Well, I probably shouldn't do that because I just did that on Sunday night. JD. Did you like oh, By the way, I didn't talk to you about it about it to you afterwards on our on our monday or on our tuesday recording i said i just had a nice quiet weekend didn't do yeah, anything yeah jd and just, you didn't say anything about no, it no no jd because i'm not here to talk about your sleeping habits okay i have <laughs> i know people like you jd who sit here and go fuck it i'll just stay up until the sun rises then fall asleep and then wake up I, at like three o'clock in the afternoon that does not comprehend. 430, 4.30, by the way. That lifestyle does not comprehend in my skull. It doesn't. It's not a, it's not a lifestyle. It's it's a, oh, I had Monday off, so I have to. I, I, I didn't try it. I just ate. See, I just ate well late on Sunday night, and it just kept me up. And all of a sudden, it's, you know, 7.45 in the morning, and I was like, oh, now I'm tired. And then I woke up at 4.30 in the afternoon right. to your text. And my girlfriend was a little concerned because I didn't text her. But <laughs> I was about it's to all re- good. I was about to reach out to your girlfriend because I was too concerned. Um, <laughs> yeah, my body doesn't give a fuck. My body's like, if I went to bed at 4 a.m., my body at 6.30 would be like, get the fuck up, dude. Get the yeah. fuck up. I was, I was deceased most of the yeah, day Monday. I... Like, nothing would have woken me up until, until I act. Like, my eyes opened for the first time at 4.30 p.m. on Monday. Because I went to bed at seven forty-five in the morning. Yeah, uh, I, I it, it is nice to see the it's nice to see the sunrise though. Yeah, I okay, <laughs> straight out of a Hallmark movie. All right, let's get into this, JD. I recommend you actually just go to fucking sleep at well, a normal I don't, hour. Wh- what I was gonna say is I don't think I can do that twice in the same week. Okay, so JD, I don't I don't think I can. Now I might be able to. I don't know. Now we'll see, J- JD. Uh, as the semi i'd like to say semi-reasonable adult on this podcast jd go to fuck J- wow JD, i said semi i didn't give myself full credit i semi i mean no i'm saying you're implying that you're more of an adult than me oh hell no i don't think i'm more of an adult than anyone but if I, oh it's not it's not like you own your own house or you're married or uh, you know anything I, like that I, like, I i pay rent to live where i live let's be real here um 
let's 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 get to these games. JD, first thing Saturday morning. Um, this is going, in my opinion, still going to be a good game, even though both teams are not flying at the like the full cylinder they can. JD, I'll have you kick it off first. Liverpool versus Chelsea at Anfield. What are we thinking? What's what's Liverpool's game plan coming into this? Um, I don't know, man. Harvey Elliott should start. Darwin Nunes is probably back. Um, I'm hoping. I'm just hoping Gakpo has been integrated enough into this team that he can show a little more. He, he's not been bad. He's just he, he looks like he just joined and hasn't had a lot of time to settle, which is completely fair. He's he's needed to be thrown into these games. Like if Liverpool was completely healthy, he wouldn't have started a game yet. He would have come off the bench probably, but he wouldn't be in this situation. But he's had to be because of injuries. So I, I I don't know what to think. I, I, I think the the game against Wolves, while it was only 1-0, I think Liverpool played well. And that's at least confidence going into this game after a not-so-confident last couple games. And it's at Anfield. I, I got to think, like, Liverpool are going to at least draw. I, I'm going to go for a draw. Okay. I, I don't think Chelsea... Like, Chelsea, they're in somehow a worse position... But at the same time, they're they're tied on points at Liverpool, so like I think they're kind of just in the, both in the same positions. But there's a lot of panic buys from Chelsea, and with a lot of money going the other way, I I, I think this is going to be an entertaining draw. The fans are going to be going with Liverpool. I'm agreeing with the fans. I think Liverpool are going to take this. I think having home field advantage is going to be massive. I think at this point, Gakpo should have his feet wet to the Liverpool system. Uh, Mo Salah against his former club. Easy money. I, I I just think at, at the end of the day, there's too much chaos going on at Chelsea right now. And then at the same time with Liverpool, I think it's just they're just a team that's had some bad fortunes bounce their way. So for me, I think it's easier to bounce back from bad fortune to cleaning up a dumpster fire. I, again, if you're a Chelsea fan, I apologize if this is insulting to you. But being where you are, spending the money you have, and having no clear-cut direction, that is a dumpster fire. So I'm going to be going with Liverpool because I honestly think Liverpool at home, that's that's good money. That's all I'm going to say. Next game, Bournemouth are going up against Forest. This is a game, if you are a betting man, I wouldn't touch with a 20-foot pole. The fans are going to be going with Nottingham Forest. And uh, honestly, I'm going to have to disagree i'm gonna go with a draw because uh, I'll, I'll be honest bournemouth are at home and that's always an interesting experience but forest randomly can just turn it on and turn it off as they so choose please like choose and please so i don't know what i'm getting out of this game i think there will be goals like i would definitely take the over in goals there will be goals in this game but i would not choose a declared winner i for the life of me, couldn't pick a winner out of this if you gave me 100 tries. So, J.D., what are you thinking? Yeah, I understand your reasoning. Um, and, and I probably would lean more towards a draw here, but I think Forrest have shown in the last couple games that they they are capable of turning it on more often than not. And I, that's still not a lot, but they can do it. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say they sneak a win here. But go. yeah, it will be high scoring. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like a... 3-2 victory. Yeah. Easily. Easily above two and a half goals in this game. Next game. 
Leicester City Football Club are going up against Brighton. I'll start it off. Brighton, this is so fucking easy to me. Brighton are flying. Leicester City... The fact that there are worse teams in this league than Leicester City annoys me. Keeps there me, are. Yeah, keeps, there are. Keeps me up at night, JD. Sometimes I just stare into darkness thinking, Brendan Rodgers is going to keep his job, and next year I still have to deal with Leicester City Football Club. I mean, that's that's fine. It's an easy win. Haunts me, JD. Haunts me. <laughs> what do you think, JD? Uh, yeah, Brighton are going to win this game. It's not even close. Yeah, and, and the fans are going to be going with Brighton as well. Next game, Southampton are hosting Aston Villa. So no more Danny Ings. So Aston Villa is devastated by this outgoing transfer. They're not. JD, I'll have you kick it off first. Southampton are home. I guess we could automatically guarantee James Ward-Prowse gets at least one free kick goal. Probably. And I'm just I'm just realizing, didn't wait, didn't Danny Ings go to Southampton from Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah, I, I literally I don't know why that that was blocked out of my mind. It's not like a bad thing. I I literally thought I it was just earlier when we were talking about his transfer to West Ham, I was thinking, "Oh yeah, he went Liverpool to Aston Villa to or from Burnley Liverpool to Aston Villa to West Ham." All the clear blue. I completely forgot. Yeah, he went to Southampton first, then went to Aston Villa, and then went to West Ham all for like around the same like amount of money which is is incredible if you think about it that's such a consistent value of a player over the course of his career that's actually that needs to be talked about i feel like because when when can you say like when can you have said that that a player has moved that many times over like an eight-year period and it's been pretty much the same amount of money. I think it was twenty million from Liverpool to Southampton, and then it was like around fifteen million from Southampton to Villa, and then it's fifteen million from v- Villa to to West Ham. That's insane. So so you know, tangent aside, Southampton versus Villa. I mean, Villa losing Danny Ings right now. I don't know. Ollie Watkins is back, so they're not missing too much. Um, Southampton have been a little bit better mostly because James Ward Prowse has been better uh I don't know I think I have to go with Villa here Southampton's home but you're right James Ward Prowse is on a tear right now he'll probably get a free kick goal or something and then Villa's gonna score two so 2-1 Villa Villa win so the fans are gonna be going with a draw fair shout not a bad call I'm actually gonna be going with Southampton I'm going to be going with Southampton strictly because they're on their they're on a little bit of momentum right now. Aston Villa is a game they can get points out of, and I think right now I I got to go with the home team. I know that sounds absolutely crazy. It it worked out for me last week, but I'm going to start really banking on you know what Southampton at home they could pull a result. They could pull a result, and I and, and I'm 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 going to back a team that's starting to build a little bit of momentum like Southampton is. Next game. West Ham versus Everton. Now, JD, the fans are going to be going with West Ham, but let me be very clear. There are rumors now from both sides of the aisle on this game that if whoever loses this game is out of a job. Whoever. Wait. Oh, I thought you were going to say there was going to be like a, wa- a walkout no, in the stadium. No, no, from, no, From no, both no. teams. No, 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 no. I mean, both of these managers should have already yeah. lost their jobs. So. But there is a massive, massive rumor now coming from multiple media sources that are saying that David Moyes loses, David Moyes is out. Frank Lampard loses, Frank Lampard's out. So this is literally two men who are playing for their jobs. Which you know what that means, JD. 
This game, uh, this game's gonna end in a draw. One hundred percent. This this game is going to be because neither one of these teams, coaches, players are going to want to lose this. No one is going to take a risk. Not one player. It would not surprise me if this game ends zero zero. It would not surprise me at all. And then, what do you do? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you do? Both of these teams are going to play this game as if this was the Champions League final. It's going to be bad, boring football where no one wants to make the mistake. That's it. 0-0. Zero, zero. Chalk it up right now on the board. So, JD, what do you think? Um, I don't know. Part of me, like a little part of me, thinks because of these two teams with their situations, what if this game doesn't happen? What if the fans like make this like that Liverpool Manchester United game a couple seasons ago? What if they what if they make this game not happen? If if you waste your walk out, your storming the pitch on two teams fighting relegation, it would be a good storyline. Like it would be, it wouldn't be really. I'm just a I'm just yeah. saying, like to get the to get the owners out. It didn't work for United. Glazer still own that club. Well, not not so we're getting closer and closer. Didn't want to bring it up on the podcast, but we have now. Yeah, multi- I know. I know what is the, the richest man in England or whatever. I, I multi- serve whatever. Mu- multiple multiple bids are coming in from England and Saudi Arabia, both willing to meet the Glazers. <laughs> which one? Which one is better? Or which one is worse? Uh, I would Anything. love. Uh, uh, so the the you know the the source from England, the, fa- the you know the guy, the I, I Jim. I, I have uh, no yeah. idea. I I uh, saw it and I was just like, yeah. oh, he's the richest guy in England. Cool. Yeah, I... yeah. he's a, he's a, here's the thing. he's a United fan. Like okay, I'm no, no, oh, okay. No, no, no. The Glazers aren't Manchester United fans. They don't, dude. When they <laughs> fucking bought this club, they didn't know what no, soccer I... was. But no, do you know how awesome it is to have the guy who owns you be a fan? I hate to put the comparison into this universe because I don't like talking about it, dude. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the biggest Cowboy fan on the planet Earth. You know what? If the Cowboys need a player, he just whips his checkbook in a direction and goes, fucking buy someone. Bring someone in. I don't give a fuck. Pay him all the money. I don't care. Hopefully his uh, illegitimate slash legitimate child uh, gets the team when he dies. Yeah, but I'm saying more in the (laughs) soccer part of this. Dude, if a Manchester United fan owns Manchester United, this is amazing this this would be perfect all eric tenock has to do is keep man united in top four and dude we're set baby we are fucking set because that means eric tenock is gonna have the best players to be able to go after and an open fucking checkbook from a guy who just wants man united to win i can't have a wetter dream jd i my pants can't get shorter and my shorts can't get wetter matt Manchester United is a publicly traded business on the stock market. You yourself, as a fan, can own Manchester United. I don't want the, to. I don't want the that fact pressure. that you don't. The fact that you don't own any shares of Manchester nope. United. Not many teams are like this. No. By the way, no. Not many teams you can do this. Manchester United is one of them no. that you can publicly own a stock, a part ownership of the team. So actually, you're not a real fan. No, no, because I know you're I, able to own the team. The last thing, don't. the last thing I want is the old Trafford faithful to go. We want Matt out. Oh, we want Matt out now. 
We like I don't need that. Okay, JD. well, I don't. You need can that buy pressure. one share for. I'm sure it's traded for like seven to ten dollars. I don't. I, need I don't know what it is. I don't it, need that pressure in my life, JD. I am a simple man who just wakes up and watches soccer. But JD, for the love of God, West Ham or Everton? What's the result? Um, West Ham because Everton are just so terrible. <laughs> West Ham with their shiny new toy and Danny Ings scores a penalty to make it 1-0 in the 87th minute. Love it. Love it. Crystal Palace are hosting Newcastle. Now, you know, Crystal Palace just recently taking points off uh, Manchester United. Uh, I'll be honest, Newcastle haven't looked great. And I don't know what the longevity of Bruno Gamarge is. So I'm I'm going to go Crystal Palace. Uh, no, I mean, sorry. I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to go with a draw. My apologies. I'm going with a draw. Like, what? No, my apologies. I'm going with a draw. I think Crystal Palace, if they play Newcastle the way they played United, I could see them frustrating them again. And if Bruno is out for Newcastle, that's a massive piece of their midfield that I don't think they can replace. So we'll have the Longstaff brothers. Come on. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pick a team, JD. Um, I say I, I'm gonna stick with Newcastle. I, I think overall they have more firepower, and they're in a position where they need to win these games, yeah. especially these games. And I, I just, I just think they're gonna edge it out. And by the way, while while you were talking, I looked up Manchester United is currently trading at twenty three dollars a share, which is more than I thought. And the reason I thought that is because back in November. Of 2022, you could have bought shares of Manchester United at $13 a share. So that's a $10 profit per share. Matt, if you were a real fan, you would have dumped a lot of money into Manchester United in the summer. Absolutely not. And you'd be you'd be looking at nice gains right now. We're on to Sunday. Leeds United are going to be hosting Brentford Football Club. Uh, oh, the fans also went with Newcastle. Uh the uh, leads are going up against Brentford Football Club. Uh, JD, I'll have you kick it off first. What are you thinking? Um, Probably going to go a draw here. Ooh. I think it's going to be a high energy. I, I think Brentford are a better team for sure. But, but I think Brentford doesn't usually play a team like Leeds. Where they're high energy, octane, just down your throat. Usually that doesn't work for them. But when they play a team that does the exact same thing... I think it's going to be a high-scoring draw. The like fan 2-2 two, yeah. two or 3-3. Three, three. The fans are going to be going with Brentford Football Club, and I am actually going to agree with the fans here. I think Brentford are just, they are hot. They are the hot team they are, right they're now. They're a better team, and for sure. Leeds, I, think it's, I think this is a system thing. And Leeds are a team that are just a little inconsistent for me at the moment, and I just can't trust what they provide as a product. So we will move on. Next game on Sunday, Manchester City are going to host Wolves. The fans are going with Man City. I am going with Man City. JD. I don't know, man. Wolves get Wolves are like the consistent not big team to do it to them. Yeah, they are. Adama they Tri- really oh, are. Adama, Adama Traore. You know what? You know, this is my this is my wild card. Uh, I think good. Adama Traore scores a brace to win this game. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm going for it. I'm, I'm already so far behind. It doesn't matter. Uh, so Adama Traore scores two goals. And Wolves win it 2-1. All right. So if JD not only gets two Triore goals and the score correctly, I will give JD five points for this game. Fuck yeah. <laughs> A win plus the Triore goals plus the actual score line, five points. 
That, oh yeah. This is this is JD's hail mary in the half. We're at halftime. JD's throwing up a hail mary. Uh, yep. Next game, Arsenal Football Club are going to be going up against Manchester United in what is going to be the big big game of the weekend. JD, if you just don't mind giving me a few seconds, I'm going to put on some makeup really quickly. I'm going to put on my nice big rainbow wig, and I'm going to put on my shiny red nose. Manchester United are going to win this game. Yes, they are. Whether you want to admit it or not, because Arsenal are sitting here too fucking happy that Casemiro got a yellow card, and I just think this... United, after a disappointing result, Ten Hag is going to fucking whip these fuckers into shape, hopefully. I think Man United pop off. I think Man United really go at this Arsenal team that has not been truly tested in quite some time. It's been a minute since Arsenal's been tested. Like, don't I don't count what happened to Tottenham last weekend tested. I consider that more just practice for Arsenal. I think... What's going to have to happen is Man United are going to have to sit back a little bit. They're going to have to absorb a little bit more pressure, and they're going to have to hit on the counterattack because you don't have Casemiro, who does command so much area. I actually believe Luke Shaw at center back is most likely going to happen. Lissandro Martinez should play CDM in this game. He should be. I think he has the ability to cover good amount of like a well amount of ground, and he could help someone like Fred cover some bigger zones that might open up when Odegaard is coming and running through. I trust Luke Shaw to be center back right now alongside with Varane. I don't know what Eric Tenel could do. I'm gonna go with Man United because I'm a fucking idiot who just fucking is buying the product. I'm fucking selling the dream. Manchester United are going to go to the Emirates. They're going to win, and they are going to shake up the entire title race. And if they do, JD, so help me God, the most arrogant man on the face of planet Earth is going to log on to this podcast on Monday with fucking a vendetta against the world. Okay. Um, one, your players are having a bit of an identity crisis. You're saying, like, Luke Shaw. I know he's been playing center back, but, like... Luke Maldini you know. is his actual okay. name. And yeah. stopping world-class strikers is his game. He's the son of Paolo Maldini because he already has a son that plays center back. But, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know if he's a center back, but, I don't know, he's on AC Milan or whatever. But, um, and then <laughs> Lissandro Martinez at CDM. Like, bro, pick a position, like, <laughs> for these players. I don't know. I think you are kind of... You're, you're thinking too hard on this. Arsenal are going to win. They're at home. Their fans are hyped. The stadium is going to be wowed as fuck. I don't know, man. Arsenal have to win this game. They just do. I swear to God, there are DMs I am locked and looking at the second the game goes final and Man United (laughs) wins 3-1. So help me God. There are people who are already in my fucking DMs fucking sitting here going, thanks for Casemiro being out. See you Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. I, I see you. Don't you worry. No comment. I'm leaving it on red. I want you to know I saw it. Well, we're going to see McFred, and uh, oh, that's fun. Scott McTominay Matt in Masterclass incoming. <laughs> God. Yeah, Scott McTominay, 35-yard screamer incoming, and stop. then two yellows to get sent off. Stop. <laughs> no, stop. You don't understand. If Scott McTominay's hit... Actually... That Scott McTominay versus Granite Xhaka battle is going to be insane. Like, who can get off, get sent off first? You know what? Fuck it. Scott McTominay, Granite Xhaka, take off your shirts. Just, just fight. Just fight at don't even, No, we don't even need to play the game. No, nope, no. Nope. Whoever is the last man standing, that's it. All three points to them. 
everybody go yeah. home. You want Honestly, to you want to talk yeah. about pay per view at the highest level? Scott McTominay versus fucking Granite Jaka just inject it in my skull. Final. I would I would I would pay for that. Uh, yeah. The fans are going with Arsenal because they're not stupid like I am. Final game <laughs> of the uh, final game of the weekend. This is going to come on Monday. Fulham are going to be hosting Tottenham. JD, what are we thinking? I'm thinking draw. I think Fulham on form. Uh, I mean, not the best form, but better than Tottenham. And Fulham are a good team. Tottenham are a good team at times, but these are the games they fuck up. Away to Fulham. Away to Craven College. Cottage. I said college. Cottage. Craven Cottage. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to go Fulham. Dude, could you imagine Craven Cottage uh, College, bro? That would be fun. Craven Cottage. (laughs) Just Mitrovic doing keg stands all the fucking time, fouling. Yeah, you you know he's not getting to class on time. There's no fucking way. Uh, The fans are going to be going with Fulham. And I'm actually going to be agreeing with the fans. I'm buying all the Fulham stock right now. Give me all the Fulham. We're all, we're all going Fulham. We're yeah. all going Fulham. It, it is full America, baby. And we are fucking riding that fucking wave. <sighs> I love it. That is going to be it, everyone, for all the picks and all the previews. Getting yourself ready for the EPL weekend arriving. Remember, if you are not already, give us a follow at the EPL Boys on Instagram to be up to date with all the latest from the EPL Boys camp as well. Please make sure you are hitting the subscribe button and leaving us a five-star review wherever you are choosing to listen to us. Thank you so very much. We greatly appreciate all that support. For GD, my name is Matt. Guys, I want you to be safe. I want you to be well, and we will see you guys next time. Peace out.